CFR Network, CFR Sports. One championship, 159 in the bag. Bellator, uh, was that 283 in the bag? UFC London in the bag. I've consumed possibly, what, 20 plus hours of combat sports since Friday. And I will be reviewing and going through at least UFC London again, um, because I think I missed a lot of the prelims. Uh, so I, I think everybody has got a nice fill of combat sports the satiated. So 159, the Ridder took on Big Dash. Expectations was very high in regards to Big Dash. I knew RDR was going to do the scissor wiggle. Submission first round, I did not expect it to go that quickly. Uh, was it inverted triangle? Chalky got in with him in the end. With um, Vitali's corner. Right at the end, there was some kind of disagreement or something. I mean, Vitaly was all cool. Everyone was cool. Interested to figure out what his issue was. It was uh, interesting to say the least. And then obviously, third strap, he wants to go up to heavyweight. Um, I commend him for the challenge. I think it's, you know, I think let's see how that heavyweight landscape. There is a scheduled bout on September or something. So we'll see what to do. But RDR is definitely dominating the middleweight division. He's, he's cleaning it up. Chin, um can strike as well, but he's he's clearly a grappler and he's got an excellent jujitsu game. So interesting times ahead. Uh, we also have an interim, a new interim atomweight, or atomweight, sorry, I should say, um, Muay Thai world champion, Janet JT Todd. Unanimous Fiora Fernandez made her debut, I believe. She came on towards the end, but it was a total shutout. I think the last end of round four, and but JT did the thing, and then that belt is massive. That belt is. Um, what else stuck out to me? What else stuck out to me? Precision strawweight kickboxing. Um, it's got a nickname, Zhang uh, Rooster or some, something like that. Um, both fights. That was a classic. Uh, Kickboxing affair. Uh, Aslan Beck will be back, um, but that was a uh, smoking show. Unanimous loss against Jamal, who looks very crisp. Very crisp. Here's the standout one. Here's the goal. Uh, kickboxing, Muay Thai, strawweight, mixed martial arts. He did the thing. First round, spectacular. I'm sure you've seen the um, highlight reel by now if you check it out. <laughs> it was a very much a delayed um, response from when the blow hits. Um, perfect, perfect placement. But next, I really do think he is deserving, if not for a, a title um, positioning, at least not straight away, maybe a contendership. Lead card, disappointed. Um, Liam Nolan got his first loss. Uh, uh, what's his? Oh, you know me with the names. Uh, Simasut caused a ridiculous upset against his. Uh, I think was it one X, Nikki Holston. Second round KO stiff. Um, 
from the initial start of the bout, similar kind of heights and stuff, um, Liam was turning it on. Happened, man. <laughs> Anything can happen with those small gloves. So uh, very interesting to see Liam bounce back and see what he can do. Um, and very interesting to see what um, Kiln kill with. Second time I've seen him in here now. And uh, woo, <laughs> devastation. One of my fights of the night um, of the card was Ariel Saxton and Marat Karaf. Um, grappling Wonderland is what it was. Um, lots of striking as well involved. Um, it was a full, the full art of mixed martial arts was displayed in this. Um, uh, Marat has addressed his cardio issue 100%. Um, and he's got some, he's definitely got some matches ahead of him. Dominant wins as well in this kind of fashion. I think that can see him challenge for that lightweight strap again. And submission. This was the opening one, wasn't it? Um, had some power, man. He had some power. He had his reach. Um, I think from recollection, I think he got into a bit of a slug fest of sorts. Um, and the silver just did his thing. Stayed the course. Uh, I think he got touched up a little bit in the first round. Now, let me transition to Bellator. 283, Lima versus Jackson. Um, flying the Jamaican flag, representing that Caribbean and, and obviously uh, America. Taking on Douglas Lima, former champion, <clears throat> pardon self, who hasn't been looking particularly good in his, uh, was this his fourth defeat now? Uh, he looked better, I would say, in the gay guard fight, but that was obviously more of a, a strike fest to a point. Um, and he did definitely come on, he came to life, I guess, in the latter rounds, but he just didn't do enough. Output, output, output. has dramatically decreased. He's an excellent fighter. Um, as they have alluded to, winning that million dollars and everything that comes along with it. Um, you know, I don't think the motivation is, is there yet. Or it could be that the level of competition is too great. That's arguable. I think it may be the first. Um, along with his long career, he's taking a toll on the mental capabilities, the physical capabilities. We saw the leg kicks at the start. His first round was the best round. Um, everything else was just, you know, he was just academic. It wasn't the most exciting fight. Very control heavy. Um, strikes were landed. It wasn't a Rick Storley and MVP. Uh, style fights, but similar thoughts in regards to the, uh, the smothering control that Jackson displayed. Congratulations, he moves forward. He should potentially, in essence, be fighting. His next fight should be for the strap. You know. So let's see what he do there. Let's see what he do. Um, what scores was 50-45 across the board. So total shutout. <sighs> don't think uh, Lima is going to be challenging anytime soon for a, a title unless he goes on a crazy run um, to build himself back up. Maybe four fights, five fights that may be able to do it. That's going to take at least two, three years to do. 
Um, does he really want to do that? Grand Prix that could run off again and do something. Mr. Coker, what is your plans? What are your plans? Um, upsets for Sydney Outlaw. Unfortunately, 27 seconds into the very first round. Um, late in that late opponent change. I'm sure we should have been fighting um, Pitbull. Injury, etc., etc. The person to beat people was um, Tofik, and the highlights I've seen him, I've seen of him, because I'm not really able to watch Ryzen like that. Um, I think Ryzen definitely needs to sort something out so we can view their content. But anyway, I saw some highlights of him and people going at it, and my you look flipping crazy. <laughs> Tofik. Looked very aggressive, clearly very round-rounded, strike-heavy, and salute to Sydney for um, for taking it, taking this very dangerous uh, fight and opponents. Uh, <laughs> he was next in line. 27 seconds, dance done. I think... Based upon that performance, he's clearly going to leapfrog um, Mr. Outlaw. And he did indeed beat the Benator champion. Would it be two in a row? It's interesting how you have the, the Bellator and Rising sort of interaction. I think that's real cool. And um, more promotions should be doing stuff like that. But it, it seems Ryzen <laughs> seems to get the best of Bellator all, all of the time. Um, people ain't no joke. People ain't no joke. But my you again, I'm gonna do some some research. See if I can find some. I'm pretty sure there'll be some videos on the old YouTube and see some of these previous fights. But yeah, man, I'm very interested to see what go down. Usman Nagamamedov uh, defeated Chris Gonzalez via a. Guillotine choke in the very first round, two minutes and 54 seconds. Um, slick, slick, slick. Um, Khabib and his team, um, <laughs> they're doing some things, man. They're doing some things across multiple promotions. Um, I think people have been paying attention for quite some time. Very different styles, though. People thought. And still do think when you when you hear the name, the last name, or any affiliation to um, Khabib or coming from the Caucasus region, that they're going to be very grapple, dominant, heavy. And some of them do show that, but it's a very wide Taekwondo style. Some of them are very strike heavy. Um, I like the mixture. Clearly, the Caucasus um, and the UK... Let's not forget the UK. There's not huge sways of numbers, but uh, UK is making some noise as well. Brazil and the USA, who historically have dominated quote-unquote combat sports, aren't necessarily doing it like that at present. Lots of talents, lots of money over there, but uh, we're seeing a, um, a rise and a resurgence. Um, unfortunate unfortunate situation with Lorenz Larkin and um, Mohamed I won't even try his last name 
No contest, uh, intentional elbow, round one. Two minutes and 52 seconds in. Mohammed Mahamed did not want to stand with Lorenz Larkin. Tried to take him down. Lorenz elbowed him. Um, and unfortunately, hit him in a an area which was deemed illegal, clearly unintentional. Bit of discrepancy with the referee <laughs> <laughs> being a little bit too transparent, should we say? Hmm, Mr. Fighter, uh, you know, I can call the fighter for you, you know, you can you can continue basically. So in his head, because he did play up. No disrespect to the uh, the athletes, the prize fighter, but um, it looked like he was playing it off a little something, especially the way the the referee handled it. If he was clear and concise with his instructions, look, we've called a time now. You've got five minutes to compose yourself. You know, let me know if you need a doctor. Otherwise, I'm leaving you to your own devices. Yeah. And then after that, five minutes have come, you know, or close to the five minutes, probably the four-minute mark. Uh, are you ready to continue? Uh, all right, then I'm going to bring the doctor in then. How about that? Yeah, that is the, that, I'm pretty sure I've watched thousands of fights. That's the procedure, right? You're not telling the fighter, oh, well, um, clearly you don't think you can beat your opponent. You're a little compromised, so I'm going to give you an easy out. I'm going to ask you if you can if you can continue. If not, in your head, I think you think I'm going to disqualify him. That's the mo the um the mode that that fighter was in at the moment. Even Big John was a bit um dismayed at the referee, but that was dumb. That was silly. Uh, Scott Coker should say something to the referee. Um, and obviously the athletic commission that uh, was very poorly ha uh, handled to say the least uh, Dalton Rasta I've only seen this guy fight twice and he looks very very sharp heavy hands good grappler he's got submission skills um, Romero Cotton was on some was talking grease, quote unquote, at the um the wanes and all that, and from the sort of persona <laughs> that he was presenting, <clears throat> I thought that would have been a lot more of a um a competitive fight. Whereas Dalton Ruster was just handling my you. He was he was dominated the whole thing until the uh, <laughs> third round. 38 seconds, he, he got technically knocked out. Man, disappointing on, on his part, all that. Well, I guess you've got to have the confidence in it, but to show no real answers to what was going on was, was quite surprising. So clearly there are levels to this thing. Uh, interesting, interesting, interesting. Uh, and yeah, that... To me, that was that was the card. Um, <sighs> UFC London, UFC London. Did it live up to expectations? Mm. 
I wasn't able to get a ticket because of those damn ticket scalps and all that. So watched it in the comfort of my home. Obviously, on at an earlier time as well. So we need, need to stay up till 6 a.m. Main event, Tom Aspinall. Anticlimactic. Uh, unfortunately, injury took place. And it looked like Curtis landed those two, that one, two. But from looking at all of the angles, it looked like the one missed. I thought the two hit, but then from another angle, it looked like the, the two missed as well. So it was literally like a Chris Weidman and um, what's my guy from from JA? The spinning you. Uh, God, name eludes me. The next Anderson Silva kind of guy. I can't why is his name eluding me? And he's just fought recently. Similar to that kind of thing. But there was no break of the, um, an awful break of the leg or the leg. So hard leg kick. One, two down the middle as Tom stepping back. He's in pain. <laughs> Holds his knee and the dance is done. Strange thing happens after this now is the way that they cared for him after, that was awfully strange. They bought a a, a, a an evacuation chair, which wasn't fit for purpose. Number one. Number two, it took a lot of time to give him like pain relief. Three, it just seemed quite chaotic in regards to the people around him not giving him much room and they got him into the thing into this inadequate evacuation chair <laughs> it was all in his way there was all in his way there was a guy holding his elevating his, his his leg the injured leg and with people in his way they turned him the opposite way rather than rolling him backwards to the to the uh, I don't know what went on. Rather than rolling him backwards, pulling him backwards, so the person elevating his leg can walk forward whilst elevating his leg and keeping it in, in, in situ to the stairs. And then once they get to a certain point, you then pivot it round. Yeah, there's carrying handles on either side. Now this then highlights these type of incidents that are taking place which are rare I don't recall White, well Weidman he was on the support board or something I don't know but they handled it crazy they handled it absolutely crazy it, it seemed because I was cutting away and all that kind of stuff so it seemed obviously because he's a heavyweight 250 odd pounds I don't know who would have been there <laughs> to be able to utilize those grab handles because, again, it was inadequate. That was ridiculous. That was absolutely ridiculous piece of kit that they brought in for the guy. He had to hobble off down the damn stairs, the, the metal stairs, and then jump himself with assistance. This wasn't all totally unaided. And I may be, I may be wrong because I didn't see the full 
you know, him going down the stairs, but it looked like he gained down the stairs without the aid of that use of that chair. Um, and then, then got up onto the, the stretcher. That was, you could have caused more damage. I'm pretty sure he did cause more damage uh, as a result of that medical negligence. That was crazy, man. That was absolutely crazy. Um, I'm interested to see what the hell they got to say about that there. Trustfully, um, Tom will get well soon. <clears throat> um, I should run that back maybe at some point, but yeah. Mr. Blaze has to move forwards. Picked up a victory, not how he wanted to, but yeah, he needs to move forward. Um, get this heavyweight division moving again. Co-main event, Jack Hermanson defeated Chris Curtis, unanimous decision 29-28. Um, 29, 28, and 30, 27. Mm. Hermanson showed a lot of improvement in regards to his striking. Very elusive and didn't engage as much as he did. He played it very safe to get the victory. Um, frustrated um, Curtis and didn't necessarily put on a very good co-main event. Um, he did say what he did. He, he did and apologised to the crowd um, it is what it is kind of thing I'm pretty sure Dana's going to be screaming at him saying some shit um, you know pay you to fight man but at the same time they pay you also to win so it's a catch 22 Paddy the baddie Pimlin defeated Jordan Levy via submission re choke uh, 246 round 2 very competitive um, I think people thought that Mr. Levitt would have been blown away and all this kind of stuff. And I'm pretty sure Pat, uh, Paddy said that he was going to finish him in two within two minutes. Obviously, that didn't happen. Still confident. Um, I don't like this teabagging thing. That's, that, that's ridiculous for them to even mention and, you know, reenact such things. I won't even go any further on that. But yeah, congratulations, got a good victory. Um, congratulations for Jordan as well. Um, soaked up all of the booze and all that kind of stuff and put on a pretty good, well, a very good performance until obviously he got caught in the a rear, rear naked chair, uh, choke with his arm trapped in there with the, with the triangle. So he only had one arm to defend. Um, excellent work from Paddy. Um, Nikita Krilov defeated... Gustafson KO'd him in like one minute plus first round. Looked like a destroyer. <laughs> Lightweight division. Um, he moves very awkward, man. Um, interesting movement the way he, um, the flow that he has. Very like, where is he gonna punch? And no, he does a little sh a outside calf kick. I like his style, man. Uh, interesting to see he's fresh. Put him on and uh, the next card, next big card. And let's go, let's go. Um, Monique McCann defeated um Hannah Goldie, who looked tonk, man. She's putting in that work at the gymnasium. She had a she got a real big muscle head, all good. Um had some power, man. Had some power. But 
TKO to strikes, three minutes and 53 seconds, first round. Congratulations, Molly. Falcon Uzdemir defeated Paul Craig, unanimous decision, which was an, it was an interesting fight. I'm a little disappointed with Paul for just being so obvious in what he wanted to do. Um, so his strikes were paying off as well. I think if he'd have managed that in a more of a, a, a 60% takedown and 40% strikes and alternate that, he was too takedown, grapply heavy, and pulling guard constantly. It was interesting the first, you know, few minutes, but he wasn't having the success that he needed to have. So he should have um, struck with him more. Um, but Volkomir, no time. Ozdemir did the thing. Vulcan Ozdemir, a few years back, if you go back and watch that um, Dominic Reyes fight, he beat. Dominic Reyes, who then went on to beat <laughs> John Jones, many people said, you know, it'd have been a very different thing if he would have got that, got that nod after the it was a hard fought fight, most definitely. But you watch that, Ozdemir was putting in the work um, and should have got that nod. And it would have been interesting at that time with the confidence as well. This we're going back, what, three, four years ago, when however long this was now. He would have had going into the John Jones fight. It may have not have been as, as close as the Reyes fight, but, you know, just something to think of, man. Just something to think of. Um, Ludwig defeats Mason Jones. Uh, prior to that, <laughs> I saw one of your MMA to people saying, what on earth is going on with this London card? This is boring and stuff. And obviously I had to chime in and say, but look, Mason's going to be fighting. This ain't going to be boring. <laughs> this ain't going to be boring. It definitely wasn't. Livened it up. Um, didn't do enough, unfortunately. Um, picked up a, a second defeat now. I think this is in the UFC. But showed heart, showed tenacity. Just didn't have enough um, to get the job done. Mark Ducasey defeated Damir. Unanimous decision. Total grappling domination. Um my only, and, I, and clearly Michael Bisping's critique would be, yeah, you're controlling, but you need to be looking at finishing. And if you're not looking at finishing, you need to be damaging. It was too much control. Now, let's take, let's go away from that and let's go into the commenting. The whole 15 minutes, in essence, was Bisping um, and mainly Bisping, Felder, making excuses of sorts and saying, yeah, you know, laying and praying and all this kind of stuff. Like, <laughs> come on, man. It was a little bit too much, man. A little bit too much. Um, we all saw it. We all saw what, what took place. Uh, yeah, um, it was all good. Everything else was unanimous decisions all the way down. Congratulations to um, Jai Herbert for a, um, a victory. Um, Nathaniel Wood as well. Congratulations for your victory. Yep. So <clears throat> I'm going back and I'm going to watch some more of that, uh, the prelims of that UFC London card. Like, comment, subscribe, share, and most definitely check out one on the replay.